Welcome to the Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast with your host, hailing from Kakana, Wisconsin, riding a CST Tires SSI decals traveling back Yamaha YFC 450R, four-time ATV Motocross National Champion, number 25. Cody Jensen. What's up, everybody? We're back. I'm your host, Cody Jansen. Welcome to episode 89 of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, presented by our title sponsor, CST Tires, in stock and available for purchase today at shop.csttires.com. And this is our highly anticipated episode covering my Yamaha YFZ450R build. I just finished up an article that's posted on our website and social media channels, and we repurposed it as a podcast here for you today. So we'll get right to that read-along right away. Stick around after that because we'll answer some listener questions and preview the weekend ahead at Redbutt. Before dropping the gate on another exciting podcast, shout out to all of our incredible partners. CST Tires, go to shop.csttires.com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew. Thanks to SSI Decals, DID Racing Chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV Components, Impact Solutions, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymar Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Integrative Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance Programs, Binky's Forever ATC Museum, Blenzol Oil, the official oil choice of Digging Deep, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, Walsh Racecraft, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Manscaped's signature line, the Performance Package 4.0, includes the new Lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer that I rely on to keep my beard on point, the best nose hair trimmer ever created, and an array of goodies like deodorant, boxer briefs, a travel bag, and more. So check out Manscaped. I wish I would have sooner and get 20% off with free shipping by using code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. So rad that Manscaped is investing in ATV racing as a longtime partner of Digging Deep. Help us keep them in the fold and involved in ATV racing by using our DIGGINGDEEP20 code so that they know that you enjoy Digging Deep and what we're all about here. Support all these great companies that support us and for any products that fall through the cracks, click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website to help us out. The dog days of the 2022 season are here, but we both know you you still need parts and gear. No matter what off-road gear parts you need, Rocky Mountain ATVMC has you covered. But before you buy, simply click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner on our website. By using our specific link, we get a percentage of what you buy on the back end, enabling you to help us out while purchasing the parts you need anyway. And did you know that you can buy OEM parts from Rocky Mountain ATVMC as well? Yep, ship conveniently right to your door. So click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner at diggingdeepatvmx.com to help us out while satisfying all your gear and parts needs. One new donor to shout out this week, Casey Otis, friend of mine growing up. He was a local fast guy on two wheels growing up, and then he hopped on my quad a few times and one on four wheels as well. So shout out to my buddy, Casey Otis. Thanks for listening and supporting us, pal. And if you're interested in donating and hearing your name on the show, you can find the Patreon or Buy Me A Coffee donation links on our website. Major thanks to all of you who have donated. You guys freaking rock. Now, it's showtime. The 30-second board is up. It's sideways, and the gate is down. Time to dig deep. Let's go. Better in every way. My guide to building a race-ready YFZ450R. Digging deep, ATVMX podcast, Cody Jansen, July 20th, 2022. Rise of the YFZ450R. 
Over a decade ago, when Chad Wienan, who had never won a professional ATV motocross national title, despite being arguably the fastest man on four wheels for years, found himself without a ride, he opted to start his very own team after a great deal of consideration, and at that very moment, Wienan Motorsports was born. We soon learned that the race winner, who had now been left without a ride by multiple different race teams, would choose Yamaha's YFZ450R as his weapon of choice for the 2012 season. At the time, the choice seemed questionable as Yamaha's new version of the YFZ was relatively unproven, underdeveloped, and had only seen the ATV Motocross Pro Class podium a total of five times in the three seasons that the machine had been in competition. We didn't know it then, but it was a long shot move that would not only completely alter the course of Chad Wienan's career, ATV Motocross history as we know it, and the trajectory of the Japanese manufacturer in this space. A decade after a decision that would help shape the sport as we know it, we know the manner in which Chad Wienan springboarded Yamaha's ATV program. And he did the same for us here at the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast when he joined our very first episode in May of 2019. While doing so, he told us the story of how Mike Walsh of Walsh Racecraft, Ryan Cox, his longtime mechanic at multiple different factory teams, and himself locked themselves in the shop at Walsh Racecraft and spent the offseason learning the YFZ450R from front to back. During that time, the trio turned the YFZ450R into a capable race-winning quad that would be able to withstand the pounding of a manhandling rider like Chad Wienan. Thomas Brown, longtime friend of Wienan, had been the only rider competing aboard a blue machine in professional ATV motocross prior to the brand switch. T. Brown had finished on the podium and even won the opening moto at Redbud 2011, but 2012 would see unprecedented success for Yamaha. In that first season, Chad Wienan would rack up six overall victories on his way to the first ever pro-class title of his career, handing Factory Yamaha their first ever title in the pro ATVMX division in the process. The Yamaha YFZ450R was officially on the map. In the seasons that followed, Chad Wienan piled up 53 national event overall wins on his way to tying Gary Denton's record of eight titles. Not to be forgotten, Wienan also piloted his Yamaha to what may be ATV Motocross's greatest streak. Starting with his debut on his new machine at Aonia Pass 2012, Chad Wienan and his Yamaha YFZ450R wouldn't miss an ATV Motocross Pro Class podium until Red Bud 2019 where he finished 6th overall due to a fluke chain failure in Moto2. It had been 2,898 days since there was an event where he didn't place in the top 3, or 7 years, 11 months, and 7 days. His streak consisted of 78 events, 152 motos, and 6 titles in 7 years. And since then, he's put together another impressive run by podiuming 29 of the 30 events since that day 3 years ago, adding 2 more championships along the way. Chad Wienan is one of, if not the greatest ATV racers ever, and he proved it by tasting victory on every brand he rode, previously on Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Can-Am. But only when he joined forces with Yamaha did he become nearly an unstoppable force. How unstoppable? Well, after his main rival came up short yet again in 2020, even Joel Hetrick decided if you can't beat him, join him on Yamaha's YFZ 450R.
When Chad Wienan debuted on Yamaha's YFZ 450R in early 2012, the machine was the choice of only one other pro rider. Little by little, year after year, the Wienan Motorsports team and some others fine-tuned the YFZ 450R into the machine we know it as today. On the OEM side, the manufacturer was also doing their part by making constant improvements to the machine. Additions like a slipper clutch system made it obvious that Yamaha had performance on their mind with the dedication to endless enhancement of the machine. In 20 20, as Chad Wienan and Joel Hetrick, still on a Honda, duked it out down the stretch of the season, it finally looked as if other outdated machines simply couldn't compete with the new and innovative Yamaha YFZ450R. So in 2021, Joel Hetrick's move to Yamaha helped spark a mass exodus from all other brands, and by the conclusion of last season, Yamaha's market share in ATV motocross had risen to 25%, which was up nearly 15% from 2014, and ironically enough, Yamaha's main competitors saw their brand share decrease over 15%, during that time. Everyone was making the switch to the unrivaled Yamaha YFZ450R, and many more have for this 2022 season that is well underway, including me. As I stated, we saw the Chad Wienan versus Joel Hetrick duel make it apparent that it was no longer a fair fight. So the gears began to turn, and I began to ponder what an eventual switch to Yamaha would look like for my race program. But it was when Yamaha decided to come on as a Digging Deep show partner that a brand change became inevitable. It has been the honor of my life to have created something at Digging Deep that Yamaha felt was worthy of their partnership. I had enjoyed a great deal of success aboard Red Machines over the course of the last 15 plus years, but it was finally time for an upgrade. Before any of my success on the national scene, I started on a Yamaha PW50, bombed around on a Yamaha Moto4 ATV, and eventually got my first Yamaha Blaster before about five more. I was born a Yamaha man, and as I stated on my social media channels when I made the announcement back in October, I am now home. Now equipped with the unrivaled quality and performance of a Yamaha and backed by the leading OEM supporter of ATV Racing, I look forward to accomplishing my goals aboard a brand new YFZ450R. My Yamaha YFZ450R Build Guide. This brings me to the main purpose of this writing, or podcast as it's being repurposed here. I knew there would be a great deal of intrigue regarding this build of mine, but I also found that there are many intricacies to building a race-ready YFZ450R, and I hope that digging deep can ease the process and fill some of the gaps that I found during my project. Thankfully, I had an array of well-versed people in my corner that I could rely on, and I'm sure I asked a stupid question or two along the way, but that with this article and the podcast that will go along with it, I can ease the process for new Blue Crew members that will inevitably come after me. The Build There are many lights, brackets, lines, etc. that we removed for this build, and with the motor coming out to get race built, I started by taking the machine all the way down to the frame. Starting with the engine, I wanted to go with a Wienan Motorsports package for all the reasons I outlined in the intro to this piece. When we released photos of the build, many questions arose from the Malaska decals on the side of the head, presumably because many of you knew that we built all of our own Honda engines in-house at my parents' business, Jansen Motorsports. However, I wanted to trust an already proven combination, Wienan Motorsports slash Malaska, and I also wanted to be able to run a pre-programmed Vortex ECU so that we knew our mapping would be close already at our starting point. 
The following engine parts all came from Wienan Motorsports. A Wienan Motorsports Malaska cylinder head, CPMX1P27 piston and Carrillo long rod, webcam Wienan Motorsports grind intake and exhaust cams and valves, and Malaska Wienan Motorsports KTM throttle body kit. The engine includes a handful of Hinson racing parts, including Hinson billet-proof clutch basket, which you'll also need an OEM Yamaha YFZ450R 0910-style clutch basket as well to rob the gear off the back of the basket to install on your new Hinson clutch basket. BTL slipper complete clutch kit, fibers and steels, and billet-proof clutch cover. After finishing off the clutch system, the next company that I really relied on was 38 Motorsports, which I chose to use their YFZ450R breather box, AIS block-off, kit, speed sensor block off, among other items that I'll mention later. Next up was Walsh Racecraft, who was a huge part of this project, and I couldn't have done it without those guys. I wanted to use their spark plug holder, hardened pivot bolt engine bushings after I learned that the OEM bushings tend to fail, and Walsh swingarm pivot bolt. For my final add-ons to this engine, I went with a rocket machining and design billet aluminum YFZ450R oil cover, which features a convenient sight glass window, works connection engine plug, kit, Moose Racing Poly Case Saver, and a 15-tooth Sunstar Steel Front Sprocket. Wow, it feels like a lot when I spell it all out like that, but in reality, it didn't seem like we had to do that much to this thing, as the Yamaha features a beefy transmission directly from the factory, and a great deal of power is made in the electronics and dual injector system rather than pushing the engine components to the max. This leads me into my next topic and step of the process. After getting the engine, equipped with the mods above, bolted into the frame, I bolted on the KTM throttle body and fuel customs intake. I got my intake directly from Jamie at PEP Performance Tuning, so it came equipped with PEP's dual injector system that is all the rage right now. I also got my Vortex ECU from PEP Performance Tuning so that I received it pre-programmed with mapping for the dual injector system. Jamie is another guy that helped endlessly with this build and the tuning that followed. Coming from the old Hondas and their carburetors, I was initially quite scared of the electronics and addition of a second injector. However, I wish I could go back in time and reassure myself that the process would be much simpler and less intimidating than I originally thought. Speaking of electronics and people that were extremely helpful, Paul Turner, yes, the same Paul Turner that wrenched for factory Yamaha and helped develop this machine, was a major help as he race cut my wiring harness for me to eliminate all the unneeded wires and plugs. One Thing to keep in mind is that your harness will need to be wired for a KTM throttle body and you'll also need to be conscious of where you plan to mount your Vortex ECU. What a dream it was to work with Jamie from PEP Performance Tuning and Mr. Paul Turner himself. Using their parts enhanced my build and eased the process for me all at the same time. Once I had received my Walsh parts and had them powder coated by Precision Powder LLC located in Appleton, Wisconsin, it was time to kick it into overdrive so I could get this thing on the track before it was time to go racing. I bolted on my Walsh Racecraft Suzuki LTR Geometry front A-arms with tie rods, swing arm, stock length, and chain guide and linkage, plus a quarter, plus one inch steering stem and clamp, lower stem arm modified for LTR spindles, lowered subframe, and Walsh foot pegs which are lighter and stronger. Elka Suspension Stage 5 Shocks tuned by Impact Solutions, shout out to Casey Greek and Jay Goebel, Rocket Machining and Design, Rocket Pro Hubs, LTR, Rocket LTR Spindles, Rocket YFZ Rear Hubs, Rocket Throttle Cover 0405TRX, Rocket YFZ Brake Caliper Mount, Rocket YFZ Stem Clamp, and Rear Shock Reservoir Mount, more to come on this topic.
Wrath Racing Signature Series front bumper, Signature Series Nerf bars with standard pegs. I often get asked why I choose standard pegs, and the answer is very simple. I find that for me, the monster peg is simply too vast, so it's easy for me to lose where my pressure leverage points are with my feet. It's really just personal preference. And grab bar. 38 Motorsports, in addition to the parts mentioned earlier, seat pin kit, tank lowering front collar kit, and I'm just going to add here that I would suggest this mod for anyone and everyone. This eliminated the plastic plate underneath the gas tank, which opened up all kinds of room and made this setup so clean. Not to mention all of 38 Motorsports products come with a QR code for easy to read directions and are priced shockingly cheap. Absolutely top notch stuff here, more to come on 38 Motorsports. Wienan Motorsports, in addition to the engine parts mentioned earlier, anti-gravity YTZ78 battery, precision pro model steering stabilizer, RPM dominator to axle with sprocket hub, streamlined brake lines, radiator louvers, and Behringer front brake master cylinder. This leads me into a topic that I want to expand on briefly. I had not ridden an ATV since I came off the track at the 2021 Loretta Lynn's ATV National. So I was going directly from a race-built Honda to a race-built Yamaha YFZ450R. I'm very particular when it comes to my controls and feel on the machine. So what I wanted to do was mimic the controls that I was used to from the last decade and a half as much as I possibly could. I went with the same stem height that I used on my TRXs, uh, plus a quarter, plus plus one inch wall steering stem, the same Behringer 14 millimeter front brake master cylinder that I've used in recent years, Renthal CR high bend fat bar handlebars, Renthal team issue bar pad, Renthal moto handguards, ProDesign tether switch, Works Connection Elite Clutch Lever and Perch Assembly, Renthal Kevlar Lock-On Grips, which are actually built for a mountain bike, 0405 Honda TRX Throttle Assembly with needed throttle cable, Yamaha part number 5TG263-1100, and I chose to use LTR front brake calipers because I had a brand new set in the shop. Overall, I'm extremely glad to have prioritized comfort with my controls because from the first time I sat on this build upon assembly, it felt like home. Having not been around too many built YFC450Rs until now, I was completely oblivious to the fact that there is some work that needs to be done underneath the seat to make this machine race ready. The Fuel Customs PP intake moves the filter back about 1.5 to 2 inches. Thankfully, DJ Sperling at Rocket Machining and Design showed me how they had done it up on Jeffrey Rastrelli's race bike, and I was able to go about my project with those images in mind. I modified both the air box and the battery box so that we lost the two inches needed to make everything fit. But I removed the plastic material via very small cuts so that it would fit as tight as possible to keep as much dirt, mud, and water out of my air box down the road. I needed to make a small cut in the plastic to fit my exhaust, as well as removing one small tab on the bottom of the seat. I have included pictures of this process in the actual article itself that you can find on our social media channels, as well as diggingdeepatvmx.com. The last hurdle in this area of the machine was the rear shock reservoir mount plate. Casey Greek informed me that rocket machining and design made the piece to have. So DJ was able to hook me up with one of those, but said that he could not take credit for it. Come to find out, it was actually a design that TDR Motorsports had come up with. But regardless, this piece brought everything together, fit perfectly. Perfectly, and overall, I felt proud with the way we fabbed everything up underneath the seat. So make sure you check out those pictures in the article itself. Hard parts on this build that have yet to be mentioned include Global Power Sports VB4 
black carbon front and rear beadlock wheels, CST Pulse MXR 20x6x10 front tires, and 18x10x8 white label soft compound rear tires, DID racing chain, 520 ATV2 X-ring chain, Sunstar sprockets, 39 tooth steel rear sprocket, DP brakes, pads, and rotors all the way around, PRP racing bearing carrier, Jansen Motorsports parking brake rear brake off plate, DT1 foam filter, Baldwin Motorsports double stitch nerf bar nets, Protec performance vented airbox lid, BCC skids one quarter inch poly skid plate, and an FMF factory 4.1 carbon stainless system. I've been an FMF supported rider for years, yet I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to find one of these things when FMF hadn't had any in stock in some time. But thankfully, I got in touch with Ride Today Power Sports LLC, who had these systems in stock and took great care of me. There is nothing like the fit, finish, and durability that FMF has to offer. It holds up well, looks good, and makes solid power. That's all I want and need. To make it look good, I trusted some of the best companies in the industry as SSI decals knocked my graphics kit out of the park like always. I wanted to go with a factory look, which we did, but I also wanted to incorporate some 04 Chad Reed vibes with a splash of digital camo and I freaking love it. Forworks Carbon, who's another group that I go way back with, shout out to our Wisconsin roots, came through with their YFZ450R twin scooped blue weave carbon fiber hood, carbon fiber frame guard set, carbon fiber stabilizer roost guard, carbon fiber master cylinder reservoir guard, carbon fiber rear number plate, and hump seat kit cover and foam. She sure is a beauty. Finally, I will continue to use the same oil and coolant that I've always trusted, despite the different color of these machines. Valvoline's ATV UTV 4-stroke 10W40 extended my engine, clutch, and transmission life times 5, so we're going to keep a great thing going there. And Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant is the only brand I will ever trust when it comes to antifreeze. If you're still reading this or listening at this point... Number one, you're a trooper, and number two, you may be gearing up for a YFZ450R build of your very own. If you, in fact, are readying for your own build, then this paragraph may be the most important one because there were aspects of this project that baptized me by fire. I don't claim to be an expert, but what I do wish is someone could have briefed me on a few things to ease the process. When the assembly process was complete with all the parts above, I was of course eager to start the machine. Electric start sure is a beautiful thing by the way, and it started right up. It was a Friday night, so I let the thing run for a little bit before shutting it off and feeling accomplished after a long week. The quad had gone from just a frame to a running machine in five days. Well, when I returned to the shop the next day, it wouldn't run. I went over everything and eventually found that we had good spark and good airflow, meaning fuel must have been the culprit. Somehow, we weren't getting gas to the throttle body. It took an entire day to figure out that the coupler on the fuel line to the throttle body was somehow plugged, despite being brand new. So we freed that up with a pick and away we went. Now the machine was running, but not running well. The Vortex has two plugs on it, the big main plug as well as a small pigtail. I found that the pigtail wasn't entirely plugged in, which again made the machine run much better, but it still wasn't right. Specifically, it didn't like to take on much of any throttle. The next thing I learned was it could be in the throttle position sensor. Small adjustments to the TPS can make a major difference in a machine's throttle response and the way your machine runs. So I hopped online and found tpstool.com, 
who offers an easy to use TPS tool in Pigtail. With that, I was able to adjust my TPS to the exact spec Jamie at PP Performance Tuning instructed me to be at with my setup. The machine was more responsive, but still had a noticeable dead spot in the power. Jamie told me to throw as much fuel at it by turning up the clickers, and boy did this thing come to life. My dual injector powered Blue Crew ride just needed some more fuel. Next stop, the 38 Motorsports facility in Charlotte, Iowa. I praised 38 Motorsports for the quality products earlier in this piece, but Keaton Sterk blew me away with how well he took care of me throughout this process. I received all the parts that I ordered in just one to two days, but when I approached him about helping me tune my Yamaha, a machine he's become quite familiar with over the course of the last eight plus years, he got me in in just a few days. The goals were to fine-tune my Vortex ECU settings, test VP113 and VPMR Pro 6 fuels, as well as test my DT1 foam filter versus a KNN. PP conveniently mapped my Vortex for both fuels, VP113 for practicing and MR Pro 6 for race day. With the MR Pro 6 map, we were right in the middle of our box settings, but for the VP113 fuel, this thing wanted as much gas as it could get, hence the dead spot it had earlier. You'll also be surprised to learn that our curve was slightly better throughout the entirety of the curve with the foam filter versus a KNN. Shocking, right? So the question you've all been waiting to hear is one that isn't overly important to me, simply because everybody's dyno reads differently, but this build on his dyno came in at mid-50s in terms of horsepower and mid-30s in regard to torque. The numbers, again, really don't matter to me, not nearly as much as the seat of the pants feel does, and let me tell you, this thing freaking rips. Now, anxious to take it to the track, I would do just that a few days later. Just like I had previously stated, I felt at home on the YFC450R right away. I think I was so comfortable because I was having so much fun. The throttle response of the EFI was incredible. What stood out to me the very most though was the length of the gears. But with all the torque this machine has, I was able to shift less than I'm used to as it just keeps on pulling. The other standout trait to me is the rear end linkage on this machine. I've heard everyone rant and rave about it and let me tell you it's better than advertised. The private track I've been riding at has a long intimidating set of supercross like whoops and I can confidently say I've never hit them as fast as I was able to hit them on this machine. Whoops and roller sections have always been a strength of mine, but on the Yamaha, it feels like I have an entirely new gear. The Yamaha YFZ450R is better in every way. Wrap up. I had been intrigued about a move to Yamaha for a couple years now. When Yamaha joined forces with the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, it then seemed inevitable. It was just figuring out when was going to be the right time to pull the trigger. About a year ago, I hopped on my friend's stock YFZ450R, shout out Tyler Hart, and after a couple laps, I felt like I could go as fast on that stalker as I could on my race TRXs that I had been riding for forever. Finally, last October, my YFZ450R showed up in a crate. It wasn't quick or easy to acquire all the parts, and a lot of hard work went into this build, but it was well worth the wait. My only regret is not making the switch sooner. This Yamaha YFZ450R is so much fun to ride. I can't get enough of it. Chad Wienan himself told me that this combination should easily hold up for 50 hours. 5-0. My old Hondas were lucky to make it 5 hours on a new motor. That was the biggest key factor that motivated my brand switch, reliability. And furthermore, you aren't required with these machines to twist on them too hard because a lot of the power is being made within the Vortex ECU and PP performance tuning dual injector system. I am so pumped up about this build and I am so damn proud of it. 
Credits. Major thanks to Yamaha for their support in making this happen. Special thanks to Chad and Danica Weenan at Weenan Motorsports, Jamie at PP Performance Tuning, DJ Sperling at Rocket Machining and Design, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Rastrelli, Max Linquist, Keaton Sturk, and anyone else who offered their guidance over the past eight months or so. This has been such a learning process for me, and I can't thank these awesome people enough for their help. I couldn't have pulled it off without you. Also, a special shout-out to my dad and my right-hand man, Dan Binder, for their assistance in the assembly process. Thank you to each and every company that helped this beauty come together. Yamaha, shout-out Yamaha Outdoors, Wienan Motorsports, SSI Decals, Walsh Racecraft, PP Performance Tuning, Impact Solutions, Elka Suspension, CST Tires, Rocket Machining and Design, Valvoline, Hinson Clutch Components... Wrath Racing, DP Brakes, Forworks Carbon, Global Power Sports, Renthal, Sunstar Sprockets, Works Connection, All Balls Racing, FMF Racing, DID Racing Chain, BCC Skids, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, PRP Racing, Precision Powder LLC, and 38 Motorsports. For parts that fell through the cracks, I relied on our Digging Deep Rocky Mountain ATVMC link that can be found on diggingdeepatvmx.com. Last but not least, I want to thank all of my personal sponsors for sticking with me despite my delayed start to the 2022 season. Thor MX, 100%, Atlas Brace, Bell Helmets, Hamar Financial Group, Clink Equipment, Easy Up, Northern Chill, and Cliff Cox at Oshkosh Tattoo and Good Girl Piercing. You best believe we're about to make up for lost time with lots of content. Now, there's only one thing left to do. Time to go racing at round 9 of the 2022 ATV Motocross National Championship. See you at legendary Redbud Motocross in Buchanan, Michigan on the weekend of July 30th and 31st. See you there on my brand new Yamaha YFZ450R. It's better in every way. We'll get right back to the show, but now a word from our sponsors. And thank you for listening to these ads. Without these great companies, none of this would be possible. Show your support for the people who support us. We used to speak of a CST takeover, but now 2022 is the year of CST supremacy. CST's Pulse MXR tires are the choice of Joel Hetrick, Jeffrey Rastrelli, and Nick Janusa, meaning CST tire riders are in contention for pro-class wins and a possible podium sweep every time they hit the racetrack. CST tires are also the official tire choice of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast, but you already knew that. I, your host Cody Jansen, helped pioneer the CSD takeover with Pulse MXR fronts and white label soft compound rears on my way to back-to-back national championships and a pro sport podium to cap off the 2021 season. The Pulse MXR tire, available in soft and standard compounds, offer the highest level of traction, most predictable cornering, and superior wear characteristics when compared to the competition. Did I mention they offer contingency payouts as well? Visit shop.csd tires to join the CSD takeover today or prepare to be beat by someone who did. Joel Hattrick, Jeffrey Rastrelli, Nick Janusa, myself, and so many more believe and trust in CSD tires. Do you? You already know we're Team Blue Crew now more than ever here at the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. And whether it's eight time and reigning ATVMX Pro Class National Champion Chad Weenan, who with his next championship will become the winningest champion in ATV motocross history, or seven-time and current XC1 Pro ATV GNCC National Champion Walker Fowler, who is now tied for second all-time in Titles 1, it's clear the podium-proven Yamaha YFZ450R is the winning choice of sport ATVs. This continued and unprecedented success for the Yamaha YFZ450R, its unrivaled quality and performance, and the undisputable fact that Yamaha is the leading OEM supporter of ATV racing has resulted in an ever-growing Yamaha takeover within the sport quad market. Best yet, 
Yamaha's Blue Crew Racer Support Program is back and stronger than ever here in 2022, meaning Yamaha riders will once again cash in on payouts and prize opportunities, including a chance to win a brand new YFZ450R. For more info, head over to YamahaBlueCrew.com, follow them at Yamaha Outdoors on social media, and check out Yamaha's full proven off-road lineup at YamahaOutdoors.com today. SSI decals is a name synonymous with ATV racing, synonymous with big time success, and absolutely synonymous with the best looking decals around. An offshoot of their parent company that was established in 1947, SSI first took shape from owner Ian Harris's passion for ATVs. With what started as just making numbers and decals for riders like Chad Wienan, the company quickly took off, and today you couldn't imagine ATV motocross without SSI decals. The graphics maker and designer now supports all the top teams in ATV motocross, as well as teams and riders racing GNCC, Work Series, Pro Motocross and Supercross, Canadian Pro Motocross, Short Course Off-Road Trucks, UTVs, Snowcross, and, oh yeah, six-time world champion top fuel drag racer Clay Milligan. No project is too big or too small for SSI decals, making your identity stick with championship-level graphics. Head over to SSIDecals.com today and then maybe call the doctor because things are about to get sick. The Digging Deep ATVMX podcast is brought to you in part by DID and their wide range of championship-winning chains. From the street to the track and everywhere in between, DID chains are designed to give you the optimal riding experience with great performance and increased chain life. Consistent to the core, pick up your box of reliability today. DID, what drives you? We are proud to be partnered with Numira Technologies. Since 2001, Numira has led the charge in the ATV and side-by-side market covering more applications than anyone else in the industry. Namira's advanced piston technology uses a NASA-exclusive aluminum alloy that helps to reduce expansion rates, allows for tighter tolerances, and leads to higher overall engine performance for your machine. For more information about Namira's wide offerings of pistons, rings, gaskets, industry-leading top-end repair kits, and recently added connecting rods, visit your local dealer or online at www.namira.com. Namira Technologies, your one-stop shop engine component supplier. We are pleased to be partnered with Bronco ATV and UTV components. Bronco has been an industry leader in replacement hard parts and accessories for all makes and models for over 15 years. With a catalog that includes a full line of electrical components, engine internals and cylinders, shock and suspension parts, winches, clutch kits, valves, carb kits, bearing kits, and drive chain parts, Bronco is your hard part source for whatever you need for whatever you ride. Available exclusively through distributors around the world, visit your local dealer or online at broncoatv.com. Forworks Carbon's innovative lightweight products include top-notch seat covers, carbon fiber, and plastic hoods, gas tank covers, exhaust shields, shock guards, and much more. Whether you have an ATV, UTV, or snowmobile, Forworks has the goodies that will improve your ride and make you salivate. We trust Forworks for increased function and a sexier look, and you should too. Forworks Carbon, always working hard to bring high quality and innovative parts to the market. Check them out today at fwcarbon.com. All right, guys, I want to get into some of your listener questions here that we had you send in about this build. And I'm going to start with a guy who's been anxiously awaiting the talk of this Yamaha YFZ450R of mine. I think he's been anxiously awaiting this uh, for months and months and months since I, I posted pictures of this thing in the crate. So he wants to hear specifically about the dual injector system from PP Performance Tuning. And I'll say again, I mean, I said 
uh, as I was putting this thing together in the article that it was so much less intimidating than I thought it was going to be. The thought of adding an injector in the pictures I saw, the extra tubes and the wires and all these things just seemed overwhelming to me. It seemed scary. It seemed like more things to, I don't know, go wrong or, or what have you. But honestly, it was one of the easiest installs on the entire bike. I'm over the moon about how that all went down. I'm over the moon about how we got it all mounted up in there. And again, as I said in the article and the podcast, uh, Jamie from PP Performance Tuning was so good to me, so knowledgeable. He's spot on with the stuff. He's very accessible. He answered uh, me every time I had a question and it was prompt about doing so. So I would suggest that dual injector system to anybody and everybody. And I was actually listening to a podcast recently about adding a dual injector to the Yamaha YZ250F. And it's very much the same concept in how the thing just came to life. And that's exactly the experience that I had with this thing. You know, and like I said, this setup wants as much fuel as as we can throw at it. So uh, adding a dual injector just makes sense. And again, what a dream it was to work with Jamie. This is the new thing that I think everybody has to have. All right, next question here. Michael Duggar asks if I'm running a stock or a big bore. I'm running a standard bore. I never even considered running a big bore for this project, especially just being conscious of my uh, longevity and my overall reliability of the machine. Uh, Big bore was never really even a thought for me with this build. Michael Knight, loyal listener of the podcast, seems to always be interacting with us on social media and whatnot, Uh, so shout out to him. He asks about the engine build. We did go over that, obviously, in this piece, so I don't think I have to cover that too much more. I think we covered it pretty extensively. That being said, I do want to shout out all those companies again for helping ease the process, and Wienan Motorsports, man, what a dream it is to work with Chad and Danica. Those guys got us our parts right away for this thing, and it really was a dream to work with them, and I've said to chat a few times it's kind of cool to have the Wien and Motorsports logo on my quad here with all the help that he gave me so shout out to them and yeah excited to take it to the track this weekend Mike Granger like everybody else wanted to know the dyno numbers we did get into that Keaton did say the 38 Motorsports dyno there does read a little low uh, but we came in at mid 50s for horsepower and mid 30s for torque very happy with that like I said seat of the pants the thing freaking rips and that's all that matters to me Brooke, my lovely fiance, wanted to take this opportunity to remind me that we're two months away from our wedding. So yes, we do have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but that's not going to deter us from putting out as many podcasts as possible. And it's, you know, the the mid-season grind, like we cover the races and that seems to kind of take all of the focus, it seems, between, you know, doing our race coverage. I write race reports for race teams and, you know, the fantasy game, all of the stuff in my this build obviously has taken so much of my time over the last few months. Uh, I really do love the off season because we can dive into more of the old racer stories. I have a, a long, long list of a lot of racers, a lot of past guys, a lot of legends that we're going to hammer out. Uh, starting this off season and man I'm, I am excited to get back to that though I do love the racing getting into the fantasy game the race coverage covering the stories that everybody's amped up about and wants to hear about I do love that too so just the you know it, it seems like later in the season uh, I start to find myself looking forward to you know talking to the past guys and uh, covering some old stories reliving some memories so looking forward to doing that this fall. We received a lot of questions about the pipe fiasco. I think that uh, on these YFZ pages that I'm now a part of, you see so many people 
getting heated about these pipes. I think it is a big debate. Uh, for me, as many of you know, I'm an FMF guy. I was, you know, for all the years on the Hondas too. Yes, like I feel like there is, I mean, you are giving up probably a little bit of power uh, versus like a Dassa or something like that. At the same time, I've always said, I think as far as fit, finish, durability, and then, you know, coming in at a solid power number, I think that it's hard to beat an FMF if you're going for all of those factors. Um, you know, I know the RP, I do like that pipe, but with the FMF, you know, you, you can make it almost a whole season without having to pack the thing. The thing doesn't fry and look like crap. It fits awesome. Those guys have been great to me over the years. And there are some things that you can do to the FMF to make it make a little more power. It's not just bolted on and, um, and, and go from there. So, uh, I love the FMF. I'm an FMF guy through and through, and I always am going to be. Jason Muth says, let's talk about this clutch basket pandemic and what you may have done to fix that. He's obviously referencing, as I got to in the writing there, that you do need to steal a 09-2010 style YFZ450R gear off of the back of an OEM basket to install in your Hinson basket. Now, there is the option. You can buy that entire setup with the correct gear on the back of it from... Hinson. I know that they do go out of stock from time to time. Last I checked, they were not in stock. Uh, I was told that they were supposed to be back in stock, though, towards the end of July, and that's exactly where we are now. So Hinson Racing does offer that basket with the correct 2009-2010 gear that you need on the back of that thing, so it's not ideal. I think all of us wish that you know there was an easier way to go about this. But that being said, there is a way to, you know, go right to Hinton and get the basket with the gear you need on the back so that you don't need to buy an additional gear and rivet it off and get it back on uh, that Hinton basket. So there is an easier way, and that is going directly to Hinton and getting it from them. John Romleski asks, if you're to pick one thing other than contingency, which is a great thing to note, and having modern fuel injection, what is your favorite part of the YFZ450R platform? And I'll say in my early period of riding this thing, it's that linkage setup on it. The rear end linkage setup on this machine is amazing. As I said, you know, I've heard so many great things about it. Uh, that being said, it still blew me away. I'm, I'm being redundant because this is very similar to the writing. But whoops, rollers, rough stuff has always been a strength of mine. And on this track that I've been riding this thing on, this big gnarly whoop section that they have, I've been able to just just hammer these things with this machine and it feels like my rear tires literally never come off the ground so I'm really excited to take them to a track like Redbud. obviously it gets rough they get that gnarly whoop section that just gets gnarlier by the every lap all day long it just gets gnarlier and gnarlier it's my favorite section in all of ATV motocross and I'm excited to take this thing there and see what it feels like the other thing is I took this thing to the track and I've never turned a clicker on it yet that's how spot on impact had my suspension from day one so I'm excited Gonna, you know, take this thing to Redbud and see what it does. And I can't freaking wait. It feels like I've been waiting a lifetime to get this thing on the racetrack. Kyle Kamarik asked me what case saver I was running. I did note that I'm running a Moose Poly case saver. I did have a TM Design Works one as well. I actually mounted that first, but the Moose one was a little more like what I used on the TRXs. I feel like just more material down in that area, if we were to really rely on the, that case saver, would just make me feel better. So that's why I tended to lean towards the Moose Poly case saver in this scenario. Jim Lombardi. What the hell's going on out there? If you know, you know. 
Uh, <laughs> um, he asks, what Honda throttle do I have on my YFZ? Obviously, the 06 and newer Honda throttle is different from the 0405 Honda throttle, is different from the TRX90 Honda throttle. Some people do use that TRX90 throttle. I think the lever is actually a little bit different, and my hands are quite big. So uh, I go with the 0405 throttle. That's what I used in my Hondas. It's a little smaller than the 06 and newer Honda throttle. It gives you a little more room on the bar. And I, I simply went with the 0405 Honda throttle simply because that's what I was used to for so many years. And like I said in the writing, I wanted my controls to be as close to what I was used to as possible. So the 0405 Honda throttle is what I went with for this build. Thomas Parr, who's a loyal listener of ours, said he'd like to hear about some motor combo details and suspension setup. Uh, We've gotten into pretty much all of that. The one thing I will say that I I didn't go into a ton was there was a couple things that we needed to keep in mind uh, with the LTR setup in the front end, like that lower arm that goes on the bottom of the stem for the YFZ needs to be modified for the LTR style tie rods and uh, other things like that. Just things to be conscious of. Walsh obviously hooks you up with all of those things. They have those pieces pre-modified and ready to ship, um, but that is one thing to keep in mind. All that being said, if you're buying from Walsh Direct, they're obviously going to steer you in the direction of everything you need. Devin Jensen asked if I prefer Valvoline ATV 10W40 oil or Valvoline Motorcycle 20W50 oil. Uh, I run them both. I like them both. Uh, I've had great luck with them both. Really comes down to if you want to run 10W40 or 2050, but I love them both. I've had great luck with them both. And honestly, I tell people all the time, um, when I first found Valvoline, it was really just in a testing scenario. I was steered that direction from some higher ups at a company and uh, kind of tried it on a whim. And I went from smoking clutches, ruining trannies, and and you know having not the greatest uh, motor luck to literally it improved my wear and tear my clutch life my transmission life my overall engine life by five or ten times it was absolutely incredible and I think sometimes people get steered away from the fact that you can buy it on you know the shelf at a gas station and that it's relatively cheap but it is by far the best oil that I've ever used and uh, I think pretty much anybody that I've ever gotten to try the product has stuck with it. Finishing up here, da 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 da. Uh, we went over the exhaust systems. Am I scared to take the freshie out on one of the gnarliest tracks? No, I am not. I am so freaking excited. Red Bud is my favorite weekend of the year. And obviously, uh, this goes without saying, but after this long hiatus, this has been the longest hiatus, obviously, of my career. Um, man, I've been counting down the moments, counting down the seconds to be able to get to red button, you know, get on the national level racetrack. Uh, so good to be back. Um, can't wait for red bud. Can't wait for Loretta's. We're going to finish this thing strong and something we haven't touched on yet on the, on the show. Uh, we have our first ever digging deep ATV MX ATV ride day. It's coming, uh, August 27th. It's a Saturday. It's coming at Pachetta Creek MX in Wapakoneta, Ohio. Uh, it's going to be an awesome day. This is another thing that we're doing. You know, I'm trying to get out there and make be at the track as much as I can with everybody now that this thing is together and we're able to be at the races we're going to have this ride day it's going to be awesome it's going to be relatively I would say wide open 
Um, you know, it's going to be a ride day. You're going to be able to ride all day long. It's going to be, you know, starting at nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. We're basically going to ride until nobody wants to ride anymore. Uh, we're going to have some of our show partners out there, you know, with boots set up. Uh, we're going to have some, sounds like a food vendor or two. Um, really the plan is to ride until you don't want to ride anymore, be able to chat and mingle with each other in between, you know, riding sessions and overall, it's just going to be a hangout. So, uh, we did it in Ohio so that, you know, we'd be close to a lot of our listeners. You know, there's a lot of ATV people in Ohio. The Pachetta Creek crew has been trying to put together an ATV only event, I would say for a little while. So when I reached out to them, they jumped at the opportunity to do this together with us. And man, I think it's going to be so much fun. So I hope that we can knock this out of the park, show everybody, you know, how big and powerful the Digging Deep ATV MX community is. I think it's going to be a blast of a day. How often do we get ATV only rides at this point? And yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. We hope that this goes over so well that this can be an annual thing for us. Like that is our plan. So please, I'd urge you to come out on Saturday, August 27th at Pachetta Creek MX in Wapakoneta, Ohio for the first ever Digging Deep ATV MX ride day. Uh, it's going to be so much fun. I can't freaking wait. That's another thing uh, that is on my schedule. I'm so excited for, and it's good. It's going to be perfect. We got Redbud coming up this weekend, weekend off, Loretta's weekend off this ride day. And we wanted to do that so that, it, you know, not too much time went by that you're already tearing down for the fall and stuff like that. We wanted it to be kind of in line where people are kind of in the rhythm of getting out and riding. So uh, please, I urge you to come out and hang out with us. It's going to be so much fun. All right, guys, looks like that's going to do it for our listener questions. We're going to throw it to a break and then we'll come back and wrap up with a little Red Bud talk. Stay with us. As the number one podcast in ATV racing, it's only right that we partner with the industry leaders in suspension tuning. Insert Impact Solutions. Impact Solutions is a full-service ATV and side-by-side suspension center specializing in the revalving and service of your motocross and off-road suspension. With over 25 years of elite-level knowledge, experience, and testing with riders of all ages and ability levels, Casey Greek, Jay Goble, and the Impact crew strive to exceed clients' expectations for service and setup. Impact Solutions is the official Elka Suspension Service Center of the United States, offering unmatched product knowledge and experience. Whether you're in need of service, parts, warranty, sales, or technical support, Impact Solutions has you covered. Head over to ImpactSolutionsATV.com or give them a call today. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. The following message is brought to you by Manscaped.com. The Manscaped engineering team has outdone themselves this time, creating the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, an official sponsor of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast, with this exclusive offer of 20% off and free worldwide shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at Manscaped.com. I'm one of the first people to try the new 4.0 and I am blown away. This thing is next level. What sets this trimmer apart from all the rest? The Lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. It features a new multi-functioning on-off switch with travel lock for those of us who like to travel. And my favorite, the new trimmer allows you to customize your trim with four different guard lengths and upgrade from its predecessor that only featured two. If you're listening, you know that good tools are a must, so wait no more to get the best tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com by using code DIGGINGDEEP20. 
Hey everyone, this is Larry Mills, president of DP Breaks North America and proud partner of the Digging Deep ATV MX podcast. We at DP Breaks are a longtime supporter of ATV racing and the world leader in centered brake technology, dominating the ATV world for decades by supporting the best four-wheeled racers on the planet. This year's lineup includes Jeff Rastrelli, Mark Baldwin and Baldwin Motorsports, Ford Brothers Racing, Nick Janusa, and many more, including Mr. Digging Deep himself, Cody Jansen, plus all the top 17 GNCC pros such as seven-time champion Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Hunter Hart, Cole Richardson, Jared McClure, Adam McGill, and previous champion Chris Borich. These top riders continue to appreciate the high performance and impressive durability that their DP brakes have to offer, products that ultimately help place them on top of the podium week after week. DP Brakes are available through www.dp-brakes.com or you can purchase them through your local parts and limited stocking dealer or you can even message us, myself, Larry Mills or DP Brakes on Instagram or Facebook and if you have any questions about product or sponsorship support, please ask us. We are waiting for you. Join the best ATV riders in the world equipped with DP Brakes and have a great year everyone. Nearing two decades into the brand's existence, Factory 43 is back and better than ever, continuing to make major waves in the ATV world. For the third consecutive season, Factory 43 is the official aluminum parts choice of the Phoenix Racing ATV team, providing their state-of-the-art Evo Nerf bars, MX-style front bumpers, and grab bars for two-time champ Joel Hetrick. If you're in the market to upgrade your Nerf bars, bumpers, or grab bars, head over to Factory43ATV.com to see their full line of industry-leading products available for all makes and models. Head over to Factory43ATV.com today. Success in the ATV MX world is similar to what creates financial success as well. The right people, the right advice, and more importantly, hard work and the benefit of an ongoing relationship as situations change and adversity is experienced. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Haymower Financial Group can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help your family prepare for whatever life brings. Call me, Scott Haymower, at Haymower Financial Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, at 920-338-8150. That's 920-338-8150. Offices located in beautiful De Pere, Wisconsin, with registrations and clients nationwide. All right, guys, the 2022 ATV Motocross National Championship Series resumes this weekend after an extended break as we head to Buchanan, Michigan for round nine at historic Redbud. And man, I am freaking stoked. Redbud always gives us some great racing. And honestly, and maybe it's because the last two years he's been so dominant, but I always think of this track as such a Chad Weenan facility, such a Chad Weenan venue. And he's won five of the last 10 over the past 10 years with him being on the Yamaha. He's won five of those events, but just listen to this. So he won the first three, he won 2012, 13, and 14, but then he didn't win again until 2020. He got second three years in a row, second in 15, 16, and 17, third in 2018. Uh, Thomas Brown actually won that weekend. And then 2019 is when we saw the streak end that we referenced early in this episode when he actually got sixth overall. So three wins in 12, 13, and 14, two wins recently. He's been so dominant recently, but it's not like Redbutt has been, you know, a place where he's necessarily really flexed his muscles 
over the you know course of the last 10 years. So it's going to be really interesting. I think Joel Hetrick is always the rider that gets the pick trend in digging deep ATVMX Fantasy. So many people lean towards Joel Hetrick, and he's been so dominant this year. But I think that we could have a dogfight on our hands. Just when I think back to last year, man, Chad Weenan had that roller section, those crazy red bud rocker whoop section. He had that so dialed and man, I, it was just like his trump card. You know, he all he had to do was keep it close, get to the whoops, and was able to make his moves there. Man, it just looked like he had a whole nother gear watching those races last year. So we will see. It's going to be really interesting to see what goes down there at Red Bud. A favorite race of mine, a favorite race of so many. It's going to be awesome to watch, especially because Joel Hetrick has been so freaking good this year. So it might be strength on strength. I know Chad considers this his favorite track. This is the best we've ever seen Joel Hetrick. Like I said, we could be in for a class of the Titans this weekend at Redbud, and I hope I'm right. But the most exciting battle to watch, I think we all know this already, is going to be that battle for third, uh, maybe third this weekend, but surely third overall in the series point standings with just four motos to go. After this weekend, there's only going to be two left. So a lot of what happens this weekend is going to set one of these riders up to clinch that top three spot at Loretta's two weeks from now. Obviously, we know Hogue is in the driver's seat in third. He's been third at three of the last four races, and he reminded us that he would have been on the pole podium all of the last four races if not for that mechanical at Briarcliff that was so unfortunate so obviously we know Hogue is third in points right now Bryce Ford he's just seven points back so he's very much in the running for this thing Jeffrey Rastrelli too he's only 10 back he's still got that shot like Casey referenced on the last episode he's definitely not out of this thing and Nick Janusa who's heating up at the right time remember how good he was at Pleasure Valley he's only 18 back so it's it's not totally out of the run especially, you know, if we see any of these guys. I mean, last year we saw Bryce Ford and Jeffrey Rastrelli battling with each other in the first moto, and then they get stuck together in the second moto, and there they sit. So if two of these riders, I mean, obviously we, we're going to watch these riders race hard, that Tier 2 battle, referencing fantasy terms. These guys are going to, you know, battle each other hard, and, you know, maybe if two of them get together or something like that, it's going to open things up for somebody else. And the rider, also the rider not to forget here, is Max Lindquist. He podiumed at this race last year. And you know he's going in with all kinds of momentum following that success last year. But this is going to be the battle to watch. And as I said, this weekend here is going to set somebody up to be in the driver's seat and maybe not put as much pressure on themselves at that finale. So everybody, each one of these guys, is going to be going for it this weekend. Brandon Hogue is hot. Max Lindquist is still riding the momentum of that Briarcliff podium as well as the podium here last year. Both Jeffrey Rastrelli and Nick Janusa haven't podiumed in months. Same with Bryce Ford, so you know that they want to get back up there. And I still think with Bryce Ford, I think that he's got a chip on his shoulder from this Team USA thing. Obviously, it's a huge honor for him, and I'm so proud of him for that. But I think that he wants to shut everybody up and basically go out there and show that he's the right rider for this thing. I just I keep thinking that we're going to see him really just flex his muscles one of these weekends, and he's running out of opportunities. There's only four motos left, so I think that we could very well see that this weekend. Speaking of Team USA and Quad Cross of Nations more specifically, we got a new rider this weekend, Mark McLernan. 
number 919. He's the pride of Ireland and a member of the reigning champion Team Ireland Quad Cross of Nations team. He's the current British champion, but he's a rookie here in AMA ATV Pro Racing. And man, it's going to be awesome to see how he stacks up this weekend. I hear he's riding one of Max Linquist's quads, and it's going to be awesome to see how he stacks up this weekend. He is already in Digging Deep ATV MX Fantasy, so he's going to be a tier four pick for you, and it's going to be exciting. It just adds to the class. We've been talking about how the international flair really adds to this class over the years with VTech to Kenyak and guys like that in the past too. So uh, more riders this weekend, more flair this weekend, and it's just adding to the hype around the Quad Cross of Nations. So I'm super excited about that. But yes, one of the reigning Quad Cross of Nations champions lining up this weekend at Redbud. We're excited for that. And one last note here on the Quad Cross of Nations. Just yesterday, Walker Fowler commented on one of our posts about the Quad Cross of Nations saying, I want to be a part of this team before I retire. And my mind goes to some of those super sandy tracks, maybe that they don't have tons of jumps. We raced that one a couple years ago that raced specifically when Jeffrey was there. And I just think, man, Walker Fowler could be a weapon in some of those conditions. So maybe when the Quad Cross of Nations are heading to one of those types of tracks, maybe Walker Fowler should be one of the riders in consideration for one of those spots. Now, obviously one of these guys is going to feel like they're robbed. One of our guys in ATV motocross, that being said, we want to win this thing. So it would be really cool to see. Can you imagine a team of like Chad Weenan, Joel Hattrick and Walker Fowler? Think about that. That would be, that would be amazing. It'd be cool for him to be able to go over there and see some of those European fans as well. Inevitably he's got tons of fans over there and shout out to Walker Fowler because he recently answered back to somebody on one of our posts saying, Hey, these guys at digging deep have been trying to get me on and it's on me Walker for not getting on the show yet. So one of these days we're going to get Walker Fowler on as soon as he's ready and same with Bryce and Neil. I need to reach out to him because I'd really like to get him on to talk about an awesome season that he's had so far. So uh, looking forward to doing that. Let's wrap this up with one last ATV motocross topic for Redbud Pro-Am. Very similar to the top three battle in the pro-class point standings, this Pro-Am battle is going to be fun to watch down the stretch. Dame Molander has a two-point lead over Aaron Salinas and a 10-point lead over Joseph Chambers. This is going to be a battle to watch this weekend. Now, remember how good Dane Molander was last year at Redbud. He beat out Zach Kazmarek and myself, so that's why it's probably fresh in my mind, but he beat us out for the Pro-Am win there last year, and then we got him on the show, but that was his debut in those classes, so I think he's going to be going into this race with some momentum from last year. He's been consistent of late, and uh, this Pro-Am title's on the line. It's going to be fun to watch how these young riders respond with the pressure that comes with this championship battle, and I received a message recently, and I don't remember who it was, wondering which riders are going to go pro next year, and I would think, if not all three of these guys, at least two of them, maybe Joe Chambers, and I would think Dane Molander, as I just recently saw that he's got his hybrids for sale And I'm thinking that's because he's going to get some Yamahas and go racing in the pro class next year. So that's going to be really fun to watch. Just adding more talent, more young talent to a very stacked AMA ATV pro class for 2023. So glad we could touch on a few things to refresh your memory heading into the weekend. But I think that's enough talk for now. Let's go racing at Redbud. Insurance. It's not something everyone likes to talk about. But let's face it. If you race motocross, it's something you should have. Integrated Financial Concepts is an independent financial service and insurance firm who offers moto-friendly insurance and helps out riders like Nick Janusa, Jeffrey Rastrelli, and Joel Hetrick gain confidence on the track. With their unique safe-to-race and safe-to-ride programs, if you qualify, they have the ability to offer life insurance with living benefits to those who ride. With these living benefits, you may have the ability to access a portion of your life insurance policy while you're still living. 
for things like cancer, heart attack, stroke, or chronic illness. They can also help with many other things, such as home, auto, motorhome, and trailer insurance, as well as college planning, special needs planning, payroll processing, as well as group health benefits for your business. So whether something happens on or off the track, Integrated Financial Concepts has you covered. With their complimentary one-on-one -on -one appointments, what are you waiting for? Reach out to Mike Daniele at D-A-N-I-E-L-E -E underscore Michael at nlgroupmail.com today and see how Integrated Financial Concepts can help you. Living benefit riders are supplemental benefits that can be added to a life insurance policy and are not suitable unless you have the need for life insurance. Riders are optional and may require additional premium and may not be available in all states or on all products. This is not a solicitation for any specific insurance policy. Just like the sport of ATV motocross as a whole, our Digging Deep community is brought together by the love for racing that we all share. Our sport is compiled of many great people and leading that charge is the Launderville family at Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. This racing-owned family business is a steel and concrete supplier serving the entire United States. Launderville Steel is a full-service steel supplier of new and surplus steel, aluminum, and stainless steel products headlined by the 4130 chromoly tubing and plate used in the building of chassis for ATVs and UTVs, off-road truck racing, late-model dirt and pro tractor pulling series, drag racing, and more. Launderville Steel loves their racing just as much as we do, but don't forget about their concrete division as well. With over 25 years of experience, the Concrete Division can supply everything you need to complete your next business or personal project. Their central Midwest location enables LSE to easily serve customers across the United States. For a quote, additional info, answers to more of your questions, or to talk a little racing, head over to LaundervilleSteel.com or give them a call today. We are proud to be partnered with yet another racer-owned company. Thank you, Launderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply. Here at Digging Deep, we have an obvious passion for ATVs and pridefully enjoy sharing the sport's history. Since 2019, when the podcast was born, we've been working to partner with individuals who share our passion, but one man and his vision had been missing from our partnership group until now. When it comes to the sport's history, the hallowed grounds of Binky's Forever ATC Museum has it all. Binky Tapscott's mind-blowing collection of three- and four-wheelers has preserved history by spanning all makes and models from Honda three-wheelers in chronological order to unique builds that shaped ATV racing as we know it, like Doug Gust's iconic DRZ-powered hybrid thumper and everything in between. There's no denying Binky's passion, a passion that we certainly relate to here at Digging Deep. Binky's goal is to share his amazing collection with fellow enthusiasts by making his prized possessions accessible to the public via scheduled visits. Follow Forever ATC Museum on Facebook and watch foreveratc.com for further updates on possibly getting a chance to see Binky's Forever ATC Museum for yourself. We are proud to welcome Binky's Forever ATC Museum to the Digging Deep family. We recite on every Digging Deep episode that we are all about aligning with others who share our passion and love for ATVs. And that's exactly what Blenzall is. For more than 60 years, Blenzall Racing Oil has been the secret choice of many championship-winning riders and engine builders. From world championship kart racing in Europe, to California speedway racing, or the mud and rocks of East Coast cross-country racing, thousands of hardcore racers know that nothing out-lubricates or outperforms Blenzall. Even with Blenzall's wide reach into all forms of racing, Blenzall's lead man David Schloss admits that ATV riders are his people. In fact, he's been an ATV enthusiast since 1986 when he first threw a leg over a Suzuki Quad Sport 230. Fun fact, his passion for ATV racing even led him to launch a popular ATV racing magazine in the mid-2000s called ATV Insider. So Blenzall is a small family-owned business that blends and bottles all of its products in Ohio and has ATV roots 
sign us up. That's why Blenzol is the oil choice of the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. To learn more about Blenzol's rich heritage or to shop Blenzol's full line of 2T and 4T racing lubricants, visit Blenzol.com and follow them at Blenzol on Instagram. Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant. The best power sports coolant on the market. Evans prevents overheating and boil over so you need not worry about harming your engine or suffering a premature end to your ride no matter what the conditions. Designed for use in ATVs, UTVs, motorcycles, and other power sports equipment, when conditions are at their worst, Evans is at its best. Upgrade to Evans now to avoid overheating and boil over next time you hit the track or trail. Use discount code DIGGINGDEEP20 at checkout to save at EvansCoolant.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to support our partners. Now back to the show. Man, this was a lot of fun. Fun to talk some Red Bud, fun to go through some of your listener questions, and fun to finally get my YFZ450R coverage and build guide out there. I know I offered up some info that would have been a major help to me, so I hope that we can fill some gaps and ease the process for some new Blue Crew members out there. Thanks to producer Dallas Jansen, my brother, for all his hard work. Thanks to Brooke and AMA official Harv Whipple. Thanks to all of our donors. You know who you are. We appreciate you so much. Thanks to all of our partners, CST Tires. Go to shop.csttires com today. Yamaha, thanks to Blue Crew, SSI decals, DID racing chain, Namira Technologies, Bronco ATV and UTV components, Impact Solutions, Lunderville Steel Enterprises and Concrete Supply, the financial advice of the Haymauer Financial Group, Forworks Carbon, DP Brakes, Factory 43, Integrative Financial Concepts and their Safe to Race and Safe to Ride Insurance programs, Binkies Forever ATC Museum, Blends All Oil, the official oil choice of Digging Deep, Evans Waterless Power Sports Coolant, Walsh Racecraft, and Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DIGGINGDEEP20 at manscaped.com. Support the brands that support our show and don't forget to use those codes to save. Find it all on our website and be sure to click that Rocky Mountain ATVMC banner for all your gear and parts needs and to help us out and most of all thanks to you guys for listening our show merchandise including our brand new legends never die tees are all available at shop.diggingdeepatvmx.com so check that out this new merch drop is so freaking rad and we'll have them with us at redbud and loretta's as well so come see us this weekend but if you can't make it to redbud or loretta's we're offering free shipping on any order over 35 dollars with code redbud at checkout so either come see us at redbud or make a purchase on our website and you won't be sorry this new merch drop is freaking sick. If you're looking for another easy way to help support us, visit our website and click the Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee buttons. This allows you to set up a one-time or monthly contribution to support our efforts. Thanks to all of you who sent in your listener questions, and don't forget that you can give us a call using our voicemail line. Give us your reaction to the show, the races, and just about everything in between so we can play them on the show and react to what you have to say. That number is 920-569-3519. We want to hear from you, so give us a call. Follow the show on social media, Digging Deep ATVMX Podcast, and myself, Cody Jansen, for additional content coverage and more fun stuff as this 2022 season hits its stretch run. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll find the Digging Deep ATVMX podcast. All episodes, additional podcast providers, sponsor links, and discount codes, show merchandise, fantasy info, and more can all be found on our website, diggingdeepatvmx.com, so check that out today. Don't forget about our first annual Digging Deep ATV Ride Day at Pachetta Creek MX in Wapakoneta, Ohio on Saturday, August 27th. Head over to our event page on Facebook. 
Facebook and mark yourself as going because you are not going to want to miss this. So much fun stuff going on and we can't freaking wait for that. Come join us. We can't wait to see you. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please download, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And with that, for Brooke Catherine, Dallas Jansen, and I'm your host, Cody Jansen, thanks for listening to and making us the number one podcast in ATV racing with over 167,000 downloads last month in 90 total countries creeping up on the century mark. Until next time, thanks for joining us and digging deep with the stars of ATV Motocross. See you at Red Bud as I debut my brand new Yamaha YFZ450R. Can't freaking wait. Things are crashing and burning here at the Digging Deep Podcast, much like the Titanic. Those guys were hauling ass, for real. I remember watching Doug Gus, I don't know who it was, Steel City, running the same times Friday afternoon as James Stewart was on Sunday back then. It was mental. I've never seen quads go that fast. Quad leaders are freaking nice.